0: Yeah. Welcome to Soul Acting Academy's podcast, Film Things with Soul Studios. I got Ashley here with me once again. Hello. <laughs> and today we're gonna be talking about the ever elusive, the ever frightening monologues.
1: Mm, that's very scary. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's one of the scariest things uh, that we can do as an actor because all that attention, all that focus goes on to you and your words and your face.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you got to be in the moment.
0: And in your soul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yep. And like in film, the camera slowly pushes into your eyes as you're speaking. Mm-hmm. so you can't be like moving around all kinds like everybody wants to move around and express their their words
1: yeah they no, got to be like tapped in you gotta for be.
0: sure it's got to be so internalized
1: it does yeah
0: yeah but it's also extremely exciting to it, have the monologue
1: it's very exciting so i feel like if you can master that you can master anything pretty much you can you're invincible pretty much
0: <laughs> yeah you realize that it's not about the words, it's about the action behind the words and the subtext and the truth, the unspoken truth yeah. of the moment that is spoken through your eyes.
1: Yeah, and I think it makes you a really independent actor because you're not dependent and relying on the energy you get from your person, your scene partner. You're creating that yourself. You're feeding off the energy of the audience.
0: Um, of the audience. um but a lot of the times it is off the other person, because if you're in a moment with another person and they're not speaking, you're reacting to everything that's going on with them. And sometimes you have to imagine totally. the reactions. Like if you have a you know, a monologue in an audition, for an example, yeah. you've got to imagine every moment, moment to moment with that person you're talking to. Yeah.
1: You create it all.
0: Yeah. And I think one thing we talked about before was the importance of having a need to speak.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like uh, your character's purpose versus the actor's purpose.
0: Yeah, the actor's purpose is, I just want to be heard. Can somebody just listen (laughs) to me? Yeah. But the character's purpose is to get something specific from the other person. And the more specific we are about what we need and what we're trying to accomplish, the more clear the monologue becomes.
1: Yeah, and the stronger the emotion. I was just telling you that before where I did my monologue and I wasn't as specific with my character like i think my need was maybe like i wanted to have a great lifestyle but it wasn't for my character but it Mm -hmm. wasn't so specific and i kind of i felt that disconnect when i was performing like i wanted to narrow it down and be more in the moment and focused on what i'm trying to get from my quote um invisible scene partner Mm -hmm. but um it didn't hit home so being able to like Practice that and figure it out, and really like get more and more specific and chunk it down. The more powerful your performance can be,
2: the more absolutely con- becomes connected.
0: becomes more personal. Yeah, instead of just like this vague. all expansive, vague. Monologue to the sky or to God or to a crowd of people. It's like you've got to be so specific and it becomes so personal to you mm-hmm. That the audience will get wrapped up into it exactly and and one of the things <clears throat> you know We often see is people are planning the emotions.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done that. I'm so guilty of doing that because <laughs> you don't want it's scary, you know to have to surrender control like I think so much of acting is you think you can control your emotions, but the beauty of it is letting go. And being able to be in the moment which you can't control. (laughs) Because you can't control human emotions. Like, we're so unpredictable and raw. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of acting.
0: It's the irony of acting, too. It's like, wait, I'm supposed to prepare, but I'm not supposed to plan? And um, what do you mean? And, oh, well, I I know that he's feeling this. Be like, okay, well, feel it, but don't plan it.
1: Yeah, and I think people, and I'm guilty of this, too. Like, you want it to be a perfect mess and a controlled mess but (laughs) there's the irony is like you want it's like you want to have this raw you know engaging moment but I'm gonna walk here and I'm gonna sneeze here and I'm gonna do this here and it's like you can't be raw if you're too controlled like you, you have to just let it out and what's scary about monologues is you're doing that by yourself you can't look at somebody else on stage and be like okay well at least if I fail we're here together if you fail you're like there but that's why it's so important to be in your moment instead of thinking about who's looking at me and what's my line and mm-hmm. be so connected to your like invisible scene partner, as I said.
0: But yeah, and a lot of times a monologue is spoken, but a character is really just internalizing it and realizing things to themselves. Like I, I've, I've noticed that when actors um, realize that they're speaking to themselves in a way also, it becomes much more personal because then, then they're having that, conversation with themselves on a deeper level
1: yeah yeah, yeah. and it's very powerful
0: mm-hmm. and discovery moments mm-hmm. in a monologue and in all actors work is so important but um, you know you, you see it jump out in, in monologues because you can't get away with sounding like it was rehearsed or sa- uh, sounding like it's it's like the third or fourth time you said these words mm-hmm. and with discovery moments it really feels like you know, the first time yeah, it's been said. So you've got to discover everything moment to moment. Like it's, you know, yeah, it's a you, new time.
1: You do. Like I could con- kind of compare it as uh, to public speaking because I used to have a hard time with public speaking. I still do sometimes. But I noticed that any time where I was totally absorbed in the content, I would feel that excitement and the words would just come. But if I were to over-focus on how I'm going to deliver it oh. and who I'm talking Shooting to and all the technical. The yeah, like I start focusing on people looking at, I, because it's like, it's almost selfish. You have to focus on what you're giving to the person. And it's like that with monologues. Focus on what you're giving to your you know with monologues like your invisible scene partner, the other character or your you know your real scene partner on stage but I noticed that I was more confident and I was was way better at delivering speeches or lines or whatever when I was absorbed in content and I think it's the exact same thing with acting in monologues because the more absorbed you are in your character and who you're talking to and the need of you know what like what you're trying to achieve the more that all that stuff just kind of comes and so much of it is like when we learn about the how that's so important too but you have to learn to let it go and and trust that you have to be completely open go. you, you have, have, have to be an to, open vessel you can't control and you can't control yeah. the emotions
0: because emotions are not logical no and, and me being a logical centered person uh, that's one of the strong like the things I struggle with most as an actor because I'm not an emotional actor mm-hmm. and so whenever I go to emote it's like over the top it's not that genuine feeling like Emotions have to be allowed in. They can't be forced in any way. Um, So you've got to get to a a place in your work where you're just going with the flow. It's this emotional wave of energy. And, uh, you know, it's something that we all struggle with. That's why the best actors have coaches on set. Totally. You know? Totally. It's like the need for training never ends. Yeah. Um, Which which brings me to, you know, our, our special guest... That yes. is coming on the first and second to Soul Acting Academy. Basil Hoffman.
1: He's amazing.
0: Yeah. He's eighty years old. He's been in ten Academy Award-winning movies. Oh my
1: gosh, what experience! Like what He's amazing,
0: amazing. experience! Every time he speaks, we're you know, people are just captivated by the by the wealth of experience and knowledge that he brings to the table. Yeah. He's worked with Robert Redford, Sidney Pollack, just so many. Um, you know, of the top-notch people from our industry, Mm -hmm. he's got experience on the highest level. Yeah. So.
1: We're going to give him a call?
0: What do you think? Yeah, I think we should give him a call. I think so, Let's just see what happens.
1: Yeah.
0: Hello? Hello, Basil Hoffman. This is Ron and Ashley at Soul Acting Academy. How are you?
2: Just by calling me, you've made my
0: day. <laughs> well, you made my day by answering. Yeah, well, I'm like that. <laughs> so we're over here, um, we're doing a podcast, uh, and we're talking about monologs
2: Mm-hmm. Good subject. What do you want to know?
0: So what is your process on um, getting the truth out of a monologue? Because I know you deal with the truth
2: truth, and, uh, and people uh, ask me, well, well, what do you teach? Because uh, it seems like everybody has a system or a theory. Uh, there's even a, a cottage industry that's uh, based on a 12-step program. Well, I don't have a 12-step program. Uh, if I were going to give a name to what I teach, I would call it subjective situation perception, which is the way we all live. And, and there's some common sense elements to that, and uh, in a nutshell, uh, I would say that there's seven elements, and we all deal with those, uh, refers to a person's age, health, the character's financial circumstances, and more important, probably, than anything else about the character is the character's essence, mm. what Kind of a person is that person. Yeah. So, 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 so that's the first thing. Well, we, we uh, in life, everything comes out of who we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it a formal place or informal? Is it pleasant? Is it unpleasant? Uh, is it a familiar place or unfamiliar? We behave differently in familiar circumstances and unfamiliar circumstances. Mm-hmm. Is it a safe place or is it a dangerous place? And what are the non-human elements in that environment, including uh, animate and inanimate nature? You behave differently in an element in which you uh, think there might be wild animals present, or uh, a situation in which uh, there would be no wild animals present.
0: Well, there's always wild animals present <laughs> when I'm around.
2: Well, and there are, Ron, and, and, and people who are around you consider that, and I know that, and I know they do,
0: and so so. Uh,
2: uh, where, where, so, where is the event? How does that affect your thoughts, your feelings, your words, and your actions? And then, when does the event take place? Because that's important. The year, the time of year. And then, why are you there? Right. And that means your reasons and not the reasons of others. Uh, and I, I give an example in my book. And I talk about uh, a guy going to a party. And uh, his wife uh, wanted him to go. Well, that's fine. But he didn't go because his wife wanted him to go. Or maybe he wants to go because he loves parties. Or maybe he wants to go because he just wants to be with that particular group of people. And finally, who are the other people? The other people in the scene, the other people in the script. How do you feel about them? How do you, they feel about you? How do you speak about them? How do they speak about you? How do they behave toward you? And uh, And how does that affect your thoughts, your feelings? your
0: words and your actions wow i don't really teach acting i I try to make
2: people aware of the elements of human behavior that will affect their behavior what we wind up with is really truthful Mm -hmm. interesting work Mm -hmm. Uh, i did i did a play some years ago not that long ago written by a very distinguished uh, television writer named william blinn and this is a guy who created Starskin Hutch, and Eight is Enough. Uh, he wrote uh, a memorable uh, television movie called Brian's Song. A uh, very distinguished TV writer, and in this play, uh, he has me playing uh, a very seasoned TV writer. In essence, him. And somebody asks me, my character in the play, what, what does a writer have to do? What is a writer's job? Uh, Bill Blinn has my character respond by saying, just tell the truth. And that's what I want actors to do. Just tell the truth. <coughs> there's, a, there's an old saying that says, practice makes perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, that... That is only true if you do correct practice.
0: Mm-hmm. Perfect practice makes perfect. If you practice perfect.
2: wrong yeah. things, it does not make perfect. It makes perfectly imperfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you don't you don't want to do that. I I, uh, I don't really teach acting. Uh, I listen and I watch for the truth. And when I don't. And that's that's how I wrote my book. My book is questions and answers about human behavior. In the book, uh, I ask the questions and I answer the questions. And in the workshop, I ask the questions.
0: And miraculously, the actors work provides the answers. Very nice. It's a miracle. It is a miracle.
2: I get wonderful, truthful work out of my actors. I love my actors. I love them. And there isn't a single actor I have ever worked with who couldn't become a really, really good
0: actor. Yeah, everybody that loves you that works just... with you, and there's a special energy that you create in the room that allows people the space to um, experiment and come out of their their fear and just uh, commit to the character and to the truth. And it's a beautiful thing. Uh, you know, we're so lucky to have you at Soul Acting Academy. And so, speaking of which, you're coming the first and second of June. That is
2: correct, and that will be of this very year.
0: That will be so, in like a week. Uh, that's that's
2: just about a week from now.
0: Yeah. And oh, and, uh, and on Friday you're going to have a party, right? There's a there's a, a, a intimate conversation with Basil Hoffman at Keith Allen West's house.
2: Yes, and and by the way, for those who are interested, uh, I'm bringing a lot of material is unique and by that i mean i don't believe that a lot of this stuff exists anywhere else because of age or because nobody thought to make copies of it if they had copies of it and some of the material is stuff that i only have one copy of which i'm parting with
1: wow uh,
2: even retaining one copy of
0: for myself and you're talking about for your intimate conversation you're going to auction these off to raise money for the film that keith is producing that you're actually in right that that is correct that's that, a beautiful that is thing correct. And, it, and uh Basil, we just love that you're here for us and that you you are so generous and and wanting to be in the projects that filmmakers are making here in new mexico um we don't get the opportunity to work with people that have worked with Sidney Pollack and Robert Redford on such an intimate level that you have and have been at it for so long.
2: Well, I've been, I've been very blessed. And by the way, I've been very blessed uh, in New Mexico. The very first time I was ever in New Mexico, I was in New Mexico because Robert Redford brought me there in the 1980s to do a picture called the Milagro-Beanfield War and since that time uh, New Mexico has really been good to me I've made a lot of friends in New Mexico I feel like New Mexico is a second home to me and uh, and I'm a fan of the actors and the acting community in, uh, in New Mexico and I'm thrilled to see that so much production is winding up in New Mexico and I want what I love to see is for the actors in new mexico to become so good that when people come in to cast films they start to think about casting really major roles in Mm -hmm. pictures in new mexico because it will save them money on transportation per diem all kinds of things and they say i can get an actor in new mexico who's as good an actor as i'll find in hollywood Mm. that's 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 the attitude that i would like for Hollywood people to begin to get about about New Mexico. Thank you. And a lot of that is true now, by the way. Mm-hmm. There, there is a lot of good, really good quality acting available in New Mexico. And the more of that that there is, uh, the more the producers in Hollywood become, will become used to it.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, we appreciate that so much. That is really what our mission statement here is, so and that's why we keep bringing you in. Um so, it, obviously, you have so much to say, and we need to hear it, but um, the podcast is only so long. So, if you want to hear and uh, work with Basil, you have that opportunity on the 1st and 2nd. Come to the to party on the 31st. If you have any questions, you can reach us at info at and, you know, once you take Basil's workshop, you get his information, you get his email. And, and Basil, you're pretty happy to uh, have email conversations with people, right?
2: Absolutely. I give them my business card. It has my telephone number. It has my email. And they can contact me for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I don't send a bill. And they can ask me questions about the industry, about acting. And I'm happy to have those conversations if I have the time.
0: Well, you are the man, Basil. We so appreciate you. We look forward to partying with you on the 31st and then uh, learning from you on the 1st and 2nd and beyond.
2: Well, I'm looking forward to it too, Ron. Uh, uh, these, uh, these times that you bring me into uh, to Albuquerque, to the Soul Acting Academy, I feel um, blessed. I feel blessed,
0: well, I you, feel blessed you every blesses. single time. Thank you so much, Basil.
1: Thank you, Basil, for sharing your wisdom.
2: Thanks,
0: Ashley. <laughs> All right, we'll see you soon. I'll see you soon. All right, bye. bye-bye. Well, there you have it.
1: Yeah. Wow, he's got a lot lot to share, a lot of experience.
0: Basil has an endless amount of information to share on acting. That's why he had to write the book, yeah, Acting and How to Be Good at It.
1: Yeah, I would. <laughs> which, which
0: comes with the workshop, by the way. So, like I said, if you have any questions, just reach out to us. We're always here for the acting community, for the filmmaking community, anything at all. Info at SaltActing.com. Hit us up. This is Ron and Ashley signing out. Cool. <laughs> yeah.